0: Hello, this is Ria's Ramblings. Hey guys, welcome back to Ria's Ramblings. So like always, we're going to start off with a joke. Or the episode. Why are fish so smart? Because they live in schools. do. <laughs> oh my god. That makes so much sense to me. And I first read it, I was like, what? And then I was right out and was like, oh my god, that's hilarious. Okay, anyway, so. Today's episode is a really fun interview that I've been looking for to for a really long time. It is from Miss with Mr. John Bement. We did do it over Zoom though. Um so that is why there's some glitchiness, but that is like I said, that is why. And but that's you know, it's all in the fun of doing a remote interview. So I'm really uh really excited for the interview. I hope you all enjoy it. Um so today I have a really special guest with me. I have wanted to do this interview for a really long time, and I'm very excited to do it. Uh, So would you like to introduce yourself, Mr. Bament?
1: Hello, Ria. Good morning to you. Well, good morning from Darwin in Australia anyway. Uh, My name's John Bayman. I'm originally from England, uh, and I've been living now for nearly 20 years uh, in the top end of Australia in a place called Darwin in Northern Territory.
0: Oh, wow. So what's your favorite part about Darwin?
1: Oh. Uh, well, it's always warm. We don't have uh, four seasons like I used to have in um, England or you have in America. Uh, we only have two, which is hot, uh, the, the dry and the wet. Oh. So in the dry, uh, a beautiful summer's day. And in the wet, it's a very hot, tropical, humid day with lots of rain. So uh,
0: Reminds me of Texas.
1: <laughs> yes. Oh, yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, so what do you do for a career?
1: So I'm a teacher. I'm a math teacher so that's been very fortunate to be a math teacher. I've taught at some amazing schools uh, both in uh, England and around Australia and um, yeah I'm very fortunate to be teaching a profession that I really enjoy. I enjoy uh, working with students and and especially a topic like mathematics.
0: Okay so what grade do you teach?
1: I teach I don't know how it works in America but we have a year seven to twelve, which is the senior students, okay. so anything from let's say a year twelve year old up to an eighteen year old
0: okay, so that's probably like our middle school to high school area
1: that's yeah. right, okay. yeah, okay. so there is in Australia we'd have some schools that are separate middle schools, and then we have separate schools uh, but my school goes sort of from as a blend of both together, so yeah it's really cool it's lovely to be one minute teaching some. Know, 13 was about some you know, basic numeracy and then the next minute i go to a, a a 17 year old talking about specialist maths and
0: yeah, and yeah, some more really complex
1: yeah, yeah yeah and yeah. It, it always freaks out the when they walk in and see some of the mathematics on the board but they get intrigued by it as well so they they really enjoy um asking questions and having those wow moments about their mathematical journeys could go right
0: so what's your favorite part about
1: uh, being a teacher energy and the vibrancy of, of a classroom environment. Students that love maths you mm-hmm. have um and some that think they're not good at math say they're trying to get everyone to love maths and believe that they can do maths I suppose a bit like,
0: like yeah, uh, a, really a bit like joe bowler tra- yeah I love well I
1: thought so, uh, may.
0: <laughs> so what about your least favorite part
1: oh yeah we well, asked me this the other day uh, in some pre-interviews and I was trying to think what the least favorite part I actually struggled with that to say, and I suppose the least favorite part is that takes me away from actually teaching. So if if I've got too much admin to do, um, I suppose the report side of things, I like doing verbal reports. So obviously now with COVID and things like that um, and people having much more of an acceptance of um, videos and, you know, um, sort of, you know, communication in a more audio way. I, I I like talking to parents about their their students, but they're probably writing their reports and having to to verbalise what a, a great person their, their child is and the potential that they have for mathematics. Um, probably that the admin side of things um, I struggle with a little bit.
0: So you're doing online school um, right now?
1: No, we've been very fortunate in Darwin. So being in the top of the northern uh, of Australia, where yeah. uh, really we only have. A couple of roads that come into our our state or territory, and only one airport really. Uh, We're sort of cut off from the rest of Australia, and that being isolated actually has worked in our favour. So yeah, COVID is something that I read a lot about, and um, has impacted on my family in the UK. But uh, for us, here very fortunate. Um, for online um, colleagues are in Melbourne and in um, down in the south part of Australia, or equally, my friends in the Philippines and the UK.
0: Oh, yeah, no, that's pretty cool. Right here, we are in quarantine, and I started my online school uh, two weeks ago, so I just finished my second week, and it's very interesting to see how slow the computers are. Uh, we're trying to figure it out the class <laughs> because Cause we're always on call, like, the entire day, and they'll tell us to do this or this and that, so it's so slow. Like, all of us are like, okay, wait for it to load, and it's so annoying, but we're managing. So it's okay.
1: How do you find because, you know, this is sort of a world that you've grown up in. But for a lot of your teachers in the schools, they, it's strange for them. So how do you find it as a young person being part of that?
0: Um, it's definitely a fun thing to do because now I have something to do. Um, but I would much rather go in person for sure. I mean, online school, the thing is, it's definitely better than us in the spring semester because it wasn't like very interactive. But now at least I get to see, you know see some of my classmates every day, and so that's fun. And my technological difficulties have not been too high so far, so very fortunate to have that. But we'll see in the future. But yeah. Um. So when did you know you wanted to become a teacher?
1: Yeah, and I think that <sighs> um, probably when I was about seventeen, I think. Uh, so I was. Doing my last year and a half of uh, what you know we'd call um, A levels, or I don't know mm-hmm. what you'd call it um, where you are, but sort of form. Uh, so before you go to university, and we okay. probably didn't have the shouldn't say this perhaps um, on, a, on your podcast, but we didn't have probably the best teacher um, teaching <laughs> me. So I had to do a lot of work myself, and my classmates didn't find it too easy either. And they, a lot of them would turn to me and ask for help on on how to get through the the course that we were doing, and um, and therefore I went, oh, I'm actually I'm actually pretty good at explaining this. Um, I I enjoy it. So then I then one of my uh, work experiences I did at a primary school, uh, working with kids there, and and yeah, and I I just thought this is a a nice place for me to be. I feel. that I could learn a lot, uh, but also that I could I could give a lot. Because I didn't always find maths easy myself when I was younger. Yeah. Um, and I suppose I got to understand maths more and, and appreciate it more. So I feel that I like to, to inspire others to enjoy maths and to see they actually can do it.
0: Yeah, in uh, my school, I don't know about the rest of the country, the rest of the world, but I know in my school, math is like a classic subject that just like everyone always thinks about whether they like it or not. And then if you don't like it, you always just kind of grow to like it in elementary school because you do it so much that it's just like you have to like it to learn <laughs> it. So you have no choice. You have to like it. So, yeah, everyone kind of likes it. Math kind of helps you think lots. Very logic related. Yeah. So um, you said that you were not in quarantine because you're very isolated. But you like you mentioned, you just have two seasons, you said, right?
1: That's right. Yeah. So we we don't have uh, spring, summer, autumn, and winter. Um, it's either warm or very warm, um, and it's either sunny. Like so, you know, we from about um, maybe April, May, it will be blue sky every day. Not even a rain cloud or anything till about uh, September, October, which is very strange uh, yeah. because coming from England. Uh, seeing blue sky was a rarity, so uh, it's uh, it's yeah, quite I mean, a refreshing. I
0: have heard that England does get a lot of rain, so you probably had to have a big change <laughs> in weather. <laughs> um, yeah, no, here in Texas, yeah. I remember it's always sunny, like hundred degrees in the summer, and then there's always you know these one or two days where there's just tornadoes and severe thunderstorms because that's Texas. You got to have the severe thunderstorms, and yeah. tornadoes, but yeah, the weather's definitely
1: hot it's fine so yeah, yeah. so we have like here mm-hmm. they're called cyclone so um, um yeah i, I think it may do with the way that um the weather is formed or how it actually happens but uh, yeah we have similar to you we have what's called a cyclones over here
0: yeah that's kind of like hurricanes in over here yeah um so how would you describe your town um, I know you already did, but if you could go a little bit in more depth, how would you describe Darwin?
1: Well, I suppose what I loved about Darwin um, is that it has all the facilities of a city. Um, so it has all the sporting facilities that we would need or the, I suppose, government and um, admin administration sort of side of, of, of a city and an airport um, that, you know, does both international and domestic, but uh, without the population. Um, so yeah, everything takes no longer than five to 10 minutes to get to, um, that's and convenient. we have access. To it. it is very nice. Yes, yeah, So <laughs> strange to think that when I come out of the airport that I can, I can get out off the plane Like you know, if I have any carry on luggage, I can be home, um, it, within 10 minutes, which is very weird. Um, you know, most airports, you can't even be out of the airport by in.
0: Yeah, that's true
1: the laid back and the, the quietness of where I live.
0: Oh, so you enjoy the quietness and just the relaxing mood. Um, so if I were, because my dad earlier was saying before the uh, mics were on, my dad earlier was saying that we would love to visit Darwin even more that you uh shown the outdoors. So um, if...
1: I didn't hear your question because I think that the internet is playing up. Maybe like when you have your school lessons. So could yeah. you repeat the question, please?
0: Uh huh. So the question is, um, when we do, or if we do visit Darwin, um, where would you take us to go for fun?
1: Where would I take you to go for fun? Well, um, obviously, just hanging out around town um, and seeing some of the historical sites that we have. Obviously, Australia is a young country from a from a european point of view so around the city itself uh the most of the interesting things is that darwin uh was bombed um during the second world war Um, It was one of the major places that was touched by the second world war in terms of australia um because of it's close to to um asia uh so it was bombed quite a few times and there's a lot of uh historical sites around there for this. But um, if we go back from the Europeans, we would head out of Darwin and we'd go to more of the, um, the national parks, so Kakadu and Litchfield, where we'd see a lot of um, Aboriginal art and a lot of um, Aboriginal history that we could actually learn about as well.
0: Oh, that's fun. Yeah, history is very cool to see kind of how life was like uh, earlier in the world. Um, so before we wrap up, is there anything any advice to students around the world? Or anything else you want to add?
1: I suppose my advice to students would be to just follow their passions. Right. Um, always aim high. Um, I mean, whatever they do, um, because obviously with the with the internet, you can always learn so much stuff these days. Um, <laughs> when I was young, you know, I'd have to, I'd have some encyclopedias, and that would be it to find out any information. But now everything's so accessible. But to just to aim high and to to follow whatever you your your interests are, because then when you get older and you start working in those interest areas, it's not going to feel like work, and you're just going to feel like this is a great life to have, rather than worrying about the holidays or you know um, worrying about retiring. You'll just be thinking, how cool is this? I'm just loving what I'm doing. Now, obviously, I'm not can do that but if we aim for that then maybe we'll get closer to it
0: that's very good advice i like that and uh to all those listeners out there i actually wanted to mention i was checking our uh podcast like stats or something and i was it was so cool to see uh where all different people are listening from i have people and i think like if seven different countries so for those of you listening thank you so much for listening keep listening and um yeah and if you actually have any more questions for mr or if you want to talk if you want to just tell me anything you can email me at ria ramblings at gmail.com i really want to hear from all of you and it's so much fun to read your emails if you do email me so make sure you email me and uh before we say equal pay is there anything you want to say
1: no i would just like to say good day from uh darwin in australia and i hope you have a wonderful rest of your weekend ria and uh look after your family you have a wonderful family and um you uh keep doing a great job with your podcast i love listening to them
0: thank you Nat. yeah no youtube about the weekend (laughs) okay so uh equal pay make sure you guys remember equal pay and keep listening